All right, this is Hindsight 2020. This one post-NFL Week 14. And I'm at a complete loss of words, thoughts, ideas, criticisms, whatever it may be. I'm out of them. Uh, Gambling has a way of doing this to me. It's very humbling. It's uh it puts me in my place at least once a year where as much as I love doing this, as much as I have a passion for whatever reason it is to take on this market, NFL sides dig into the research, hours of going over numbers, going over storylines, tracking teams, tracking lines, trying to figure it out. I really do love it. I really enjoy the process. But God, I just feel like I can never get on the right side of it. I constantly feel like an imposter, especially doing a podcast, talking gambling, and this is one of the first years where have been a, you know a little interactive with some social media mainly just one gambling page in a facebook group but i've seen some people who have seen my plays and they've played them and it made me feel awful it gave me horrible anxiety last night because i can handle losing my own money Um, and I know I'm not a tout and I know nobody looks at me that way, but like when somebody says, yeah, that looks like a good play. I'm going to go along with it. I can't help but dread the idea that I maybe somehow projected myself as someone who's good at this, uh, when nothing could be further from the truth. You could just look at my record. The only way I could turn you into a winner is is if you went back to the inception of this podcast and just bet against me every single time. Uh, You'd have plenty of time to listen to the podcast because you wouldn't need gainful employment otherwise. I I would be a consistent moneymaker if you just bet against everything I said. And I learned a really difficult lesson yesterday. You know, it's funny, the, the lessons I learned, man, they're always expensive. Like the my education is costly. I am not going to like DeVry or some community college. I'm play, I'm paying top notch for my gambling education. And it's something I read in a book, really good gambling book I recommend. It's called The Sharp Money. Uh it's by Michael Michael Connick. He's he's wrote a lot of books about gambling and this particular one is about his experience as a runner basically meaning he would place bets for a large syndicate really sharp money that frankly the guy running the group was was so good he was unable to get bets down in Vegas and even offshore books if they knew it was him they wouldn't allow him to bet that's how good he was So these people have to find other people, they're called beards sometimes, that go in and place bets uh, and just try to 
pose as a casual better. Well, this guy did this for uh, many seasons. And one of the things he had a go between uh, between himself and the main guy and the, and the character in the book, his name is Brother Herbie. And at one point, they're getting ready to put plays in, and Brother Herbie says, you know, I don't know why we're going with this side of the game. I kind of think, and he sort of gives a handicap of why he likes the other side. And the guy, Michael Connick, he likes to play so much, the next time he talks to the, gr- to the group leader, he says, hey, you know, Brother Herbie was telling me about this play. Maybe we want to look at this. And the guy said, you know, I love Brother Herbie. He's made a lot of money for us. He does really good work. But sometimes Brother Herbie has too many opinions. And it made sense to me at the time, but it wasn't until yesterday when I found myself in financial destitute after betting the Houston Texans, a game that wasn't in Mike and I's contest, but I had so much confidence The game had moved from six and a half all the way down to three. I knew that meant sharp money was coming on the Jets. I knew there was explanations of chaos in New York with the Zach Wilson and the Robert Sala. And even the way me and Mike approached the games would often be to say, you know, this is media hype. We should go the other way. But I was so confident that I was right. Markets taking the Jets, I don't care, the market's wrong. The narrative says, oh, this is overhyped with the Jets in this quarterback situation. You got to either take the Jets or pass. No, I, I'm going with it. This hype is real and it's not being accounted for enough in the line. I had an opinion and that's okay if you just want to make a bet in a game. But I decided my opinion made it much more valuable than my standard bet. It was about four times my standard bet yesterday that I made in the Houston game. And I was dead wrong. And now I'm in a position where catching up, the only way to catch now is to keep making big moves. Which I'm really not comfortable doing. So I won't. It's not good bankroll management. What I have, what I learned basically is the best people that do this bet sort of boring. They bet sort of systematically. They, like me, I have power ratings. My power ratings essentially tell me what I think the line on the game should be. If I see value based on what's posted out there, that gives me reason to bet. Then I look and I have my opinions, my narratives, and they line up with the value side. I bet the game. That's what happened in Houston. I'm not, I, look, you can't make me go back in time now and say I saw Zach Wilson throwing for like 11 yards per pass attempt and having three touchdowns and the Jets scoring 30 points. I'll never get there. It's okay to be wrong, but I let my position, or excuse me, I let my opinion get in the way of taking a position in the game. No, what I did was I made a stand. I made Muster's last stand, and we all know how that worked out. Not very pretty. And I put myself in a situation where I put the whole season up for line in one game. That's gambler shit. 
You know, that's what someone does chasing losses. I'm supposed to be better than that, at least at this point. What I always struggle with with this podcast is I never want to claim to be a tout, someone who gives you their opinions on games and, oh my God, this guy is so smart. We should listen to him. He knows better than me. I'm just the average square trying to learn a thing or two. I think that the show can be educational. I think between Mike and I, we've accumulated enough knowledge um, to relay what a lot of sharp people think. And look, it's just the it's the nature of the beast. We're going to talk about games. We're going to give opinions on them. But what I have to be extremely careful about, at least in staying true to myself, is understanding that I can't get carried away. I can't start to buy into my own press to where I'm making these stands on my opinions instead of taking my betting system, going through the procedure, and then taking positions. It would have been no problem to take a standard position on the Houston game, but there were too many things working against me. If nothing else, this podcast, it can be a diary on how to be a loser because I play that part to a T. And, you know, if I didn't know any better, I would almost think it's intentional because how can somebody be so bad so often So if you feel bad about the way you bet out there, know that there's no, I seriously doubt that anyone is putting in the hours and the minutes and getting less back. I'm paying the bookie an exorbitantly high rate to do a bunch of work trying to beat their lines. And because I'm stupid and because I'm passionate about getting this right, I'll come right back to it. Uh, But I'm just being completely honest. I'm at a loss right now. I have no way to course correct because as wrong as I know it is, I'm in a position right now where I'm snake bit, where I feel the reason I'm losing is because the gambling gods are looking at my bets and assuring that they will be losers. You know, they're going to move Kadarius Tony's foot an inch up so that he's offsides now uh, on his play. Like, they're going to touch Zach Wilson's arm with a thunderbolt, and he's now going to be Joe Namath. Uh, you know, it, it just, it's not unlucky. It's not bad breaks. I, it's, it's none of that. It's just wherever I go seems to be wrong, so I have no faith or trust in myself right now. I'm at the point where I can't lay off bets because then what'll happen is, uh, you know, I'll lay off five bets and I'll go five and zero in those games. I, I, I've seen this movie too many times. I just keep reliving it over and over. So if you listen to the show, try to take out of it some good gambling advice, some good how not to's, but the full disclaimer has to be out there. I'll be the most honest uh, broker in the gambling podcast business there is. I suck. I can't pick winners. My plays find a way to lose, and it's my fault for not being good enough at it. 
Uh, I killed us in the Super Contest yesterday. I pulled out Seattle because Drew Locke was playing instead of Geno Smith. We were getting an extra three points. We would have got 13 and a half. Seattle would have covered. The whole handicap was that Seattle uh, wouldn't get throttled because San Francisco might be a pass, a little bit passive, a little bit flat. I mean, they they averaged four an extra four yards per play over Seattle. That is mammoth, and the fact that they didn't beat them by forty, I think, almost shows that San Francisco wasn't going full throttle. And the fact that Drew Locke was in there, how could that make San Francisco more motivated? So should have kept that play in. Uh, took it out, put the Giants in. That game is tonight. Now, I would say that means ultimate doom, but in my personal contest, I wanted to put the Browns in yesterday. They were a winner. Uh, So I decided I'd take Philadelphia out and at the last minute put Philadelphia back in and took out the Giants. So there's a chance that because it's my own personal contest, I can doom myself by removing the Giants However, Mike and I have to rely on the Giants, and I'm part of that one too. So I'll be interested to see how the universe spins on its axis uh, in that one. Uh, Eagles game, you know, talk about maybe, you know, Dallas wouldn't come and steamroll and look as dominant as they've looked. Yeah, Philly just still looks awful. Hurts doesn't look 100%. There's a lot of going through the motions there. I think the Eagles have realized they're not any good on the defensive side of the ball. Guys were fumbling, turning it over. The Eagles were just a bad team. This idea that they were in this bounce back spot. And again, I should have known part of the reason I was on this game as the Ugly Betty is because, of my opinion, I know these Eagle-Cowboys games I've watched... 60 of them in my lifetime as an Eagles fan. But again, once you start getting your opinion involved, that's when you start losing as a gambler. I I know we all think the sharpest guys have the sharpest opinions, but in actuality, the sharpest guys, they have opinions, but they know how to dial those down and not get carried away with them when it comes to breaking out the big bets on games. This was another cash game for me. I had it in both contests. I killed us here. This was my suggestion to make this the ugly Betty. So I pull out a winner in Seattle. I kill us with Philadelphia. Uh, the best we did yesterday was a push. Mike had us uh, on Minnesota. I had it as my Admiral Akbar. They had a chance to kick an extra field goal at the end. They decide to punt the ball, hold a 3-0 lead. Joseph misses a field goal earlier. Um, I don't know. Minnesota shut out the Raiders. It doesn't seem like it was that bad of a play, but we bet a giant number. Uh, Play stupid games, win stupid prizes, so we get a push. It was the only non-loss on our card yesterday. Uh, Me and Mike have loved Cincinnati all year. We think Todd Browning is a better quarterback than most, well, at least than most thought, and then as soon as the most people started to recognize he was a good player, all of a sudden me and Mike want nothing to do with Cincinnati. And instead of just walking away from the Cincinnati game, not saying we had to play him, we went and played Indy, a team that I even said yesterday, I'm not even sure if this is a good team or a playoff team. 
But we talked ourselves into the Colts. It was typical, terrible Gardner Minshew. Indy gets their doors blown off. The game's never competitive. And here's one where earlier in the week, the Colts were laying to, by close, they were catching three, which means the entire field was on Cincinnati. And we were on the long side, basically a double loser at this point. Uh, it's just one of many nails we put in our Super Contest coffin this weekend. Um, so we got the Giants game tonight. We had the Eagles in prime time. That was a loser. Colts at 1 o'clock loser. Got the push with Minnesota. And that leaves the Chiefs. And, you know, the way I talked about this game earlier, it made it almost sound like I was complaining about being unlucky. No, if you were just a handicapper and said, I can't back Kansas City because their wide receivers make too many boneheaded mistakes and, and they just can't make the big plays, boy, you'd look like a really sharp handicapper, handicapper when against the Eagles, Valdez Scantlin's dropping the perfectly thrown pass. When the idiot Tony can't line up on sides, uh, clear and obvious mistake. There should be no excuses. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, at first, I thought he was just doing an impression of me after losing yet another bet last night. But no, he was upset about the officiating. Look, dude, you've gotten every call for five years. Two in a row haven't gone your way. And this one, though, was as blatant as that non-pass interference call the week before. The dude was offsides. Like, you gotta be better. It's a big game at the biggest moment. You gotta be better. And as a gambler on Kansas City, I just keep thinking things are gonna go back to where they're just this automatic team, and it's cost me two bets in the last three weeks, so... This was Mike's share of square. <laughs> we definitely felt square at the end of this one. Lose the game outright to Buffalo. We're 0-3-1 on the week in desperate need of the Giants tonight, plus 6.5. I have no idea how I feel about this one. I have no idea how I'm going to approach the upcoming week because I'm operating on zero self-confidence right now. Uh, just trying to be honest about what this tough, tough task of playing NFL sides and playing in these contests and, and documenting the journey in a way, man, it can take a toll on you and it's gotten to me today. So if you're, if you're, if you're winning good on you, I'm always rooting for people never be jealous of anyone else's success so you'll never have your own so anyone out there who's killing it good on you keep it keep it up but if you're doing poorly i guarantee you you're not losing in the fashion that i am you're not as bad as i am and you're not putting in as much worthless work so i'll lean on mike this week and we'll try to we'll try to get some stuff in there but if you hear at any point that i have a strong opinion on something you got to know what to do with that and it's not necessarily back me good luck see you wednesday